Welcome to the Main Street Preps High School Football Wrap-Up. Nobody brings you more comprehensive coverage of high school sports in Middle Tennessee than Main Street Preps. Today's show is brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Remember, fans don't let fans drive drunk. Now, please welcome the host of the Main Street Preps High School Wrap-Up Show, Chris Yao. Hello, everyone. Welcome in to the Main Street Media Football wrap-up show on Main Street Media Television. I'm Chris Yao. We've got nine folks to tell you about what happened in all of Middle Tennessee this week in and around high school football action. Plenty to get to. Thanks to our friends at the Tennessee Highway Safety Office for sponsoring the show. Remember, fans don't let fans drive drunk. All right, we're going to start up north where David Wilson is standing by. Hey everyone, my name is David Wilson, sports reporter for the Robertson County Connection. Here to give you a quick recap of week 10 of the high school football season in Robertson County. Here in Robco, the main game in week 10 was East Robertson and White House Heritage hooking up on Friday night. It was the Indians picking up a 49-21 win over the Patriots. Isaiah Groves had 17 carries for 286 yards and two touchdowns on the ground. He also had a receiving touchdown. And that one is a career day for Casey Young, the quarterback for East Robertson. Had um, eight completions for 170 yards and four touchdowns through the air. It was a great game for Adrian Benillier for White House Heritage. He had 21 carries for 175 yards and two touchdowns. But it was East Robertson picking up their eighth win of the year in that matchup. Greenbrier had a come-from-behind win on the road at Creekwood on Friday night. Nolan Carson had three touchdowns in that one for the Bobcats, picking up a 21-10 win over the Redhawks. Gallatin went on the road this week and picked up a 17-7 win over Springfield. Springfield led at the half, but it was two um, fourth-quarter touchdowns for Jackson Stroop that gave Gallatin the win on that one. Houston County picked up a 15-14 win over Joe Burns. Maury Cotton had two touchdowns for the Red Devils and that one. And then finally, Pearl Cone picked up a 56-6 win over White House. Um, Pearl Cone remains undefeated as they are the number one team in our Main Street Preps top 25. That'll do it for week 10 here in Robertson County. Looking forward to seeing you guys next week for the week 11 wrap-up. Thanks, David. Let's go to his partner, Brady McAtamney, who's got your Montgomery County report. Hi, I'm Brady McAtamney, sports editor at Main Street Clarksville, here to bring you a little bit of a wrap-up of what went down in week 10. The big game in the area was Clarksville High versus Rossview. Clarksville came out with the win 28 to 7 to 6 Pete against their rival Hawks and clinched the Region 7 3A championship. Another big game was a battle of teams who were looking for their first wins of the season, Northeast versus Northwest. The Eagles came out with that win 30 to 24 to get their first win of the season here late. Montgomery County, rather Montgomery Central hosted Station Camp, losing that one 44 to 7. Kirkwood kept their season alive, beating Kenwood 29-20 in a game that was going to eliminate one team and keep the other playing for a playoff spot in Week 11. West Creek, unfortunately, lost to Dixon County 26-6. That was another game where the winner would clinch a, post a playoff spot. The loser would have to fight another week. And Clarksville Academy lost to Nashville Christian 56-12. And that was the action for Week 10 Montgomery County football. We're getting ready for a big week 11, and we will bring you all the coverage on Twitter and on Main Street Clarksville and MainStreetPreps.com. Well done. Appreciate you guys. All right. We're going to take our first break of the day. Make sure to stick around. We've got much more coming your way 
High School Football Recap Show right here on Main Street Media TV. He shoots, and he scores! Dixon Tater Shack, we take loaded baked potatoes to a whole new level. We're not just any potato joint, we're the best this side of the Mason-Dixon line. Whether you're a traditionalist who loves classic flavors or a culinary adventurer seeking bold new combinations, we've got you covered. Located at 728 East College Street, dine in or take out. Follow us on Facebook. Call us at 615-740-7111. Complete Service Heat and Air is a trusted provider of top-notch heating and cooling solutions dedicated to ensuring optimal comfort and efficiency for residential and commercial spaces. Complete Service Heat and Air is located in White Bluff, Tennessee. We do service and repair on heating and air the right way 24-7 service. Call us at 615-797-3997. Serving Cheatham, Davidson, Dixon, Hickman, Humphreys, Montgomery, and Williamson Counties. Dairyberry's Heat and Air has been proudly serving the Middle Tennessee area for over 35 years. We have been voted Summer County's best heat and air company for the past eight years. For outstanding service, call Dairyberry's at 615-452-8121. As an Allstate agent in Gallatin, Larry Maynard knows many local families. His knowledge and understanding of the people in this community helps him provide customers with outstanding service. Give Larry a call at 615-452-1500. Welcome back in, folks, to the Main Street Media High School Football Wrap-Up Show on Main Street Media Television. I'm Chris Yao. Glad to have you guys with us as we are taking you around the Mid-State uh, to talk about what happened this past Friday night. We've heard from Robertson County and Montgomery County. Let's just keep going east and hit Sumner County where Blaine Keller has a report. Three Sumner County High School football teams Stay on the postseason bubble as we enter the final week of the Tennessee high school football regular season. I'm Sumner County Sports Editor Blaine Keller, and this is your Sumner football snapshot. Gallatin, Westmoreland, and White House all sit on that playoff fence as they prepare for what could be their final week and final game of the 2023 season. The Green Wave likely have the highest chance of reaching that playoff picture and clinching a spot in the Class 6A playoffs. They face visiting Lebanon on Friday in a Region 4-6A finale. While the likelihood of them advancing is very high, uh, their seeding is near impossible to tell at this point, with a four-way tie for second place in those region standings. So realistically, Gallatin could finish his region runner-up. It could also be 7-3 and three and be that fourth seed in travel in the first round of the postseason. Westmoreland needs its best showing of the season when traveling to Trousdale County in a must-win region game. And White House's recent woes will need to subside at Creekwood for a fourth straight postseason trip. Beach, Hendersonville, Station Camp, Pope Prep, and Liberty Creek are the five area teams locked into that postseason picture. They all punched their tickets with successful stints throughout the season. As we enter this last week of the regular season, the only Sumner County team 
not guaranteed a playoff spot yet is Portland. That was your Sumner County football snapshot. Back to you guys. Thanks, Blaine. All right, we're going to go now to Wilson County where Tommy Bryan is standing by. Hello, everybody. This is Tommy Bryan, sports editor of the Wilson Post in Lebanon, and here's a look at what happened in Week 10 of high school football involving Wilson County football teams. Hendersonville scored in the final 30 seconds of play on a quarterback sneak to escape Lebanon with a 21-14 victory over the Blue Devils. Franklin picked up their first victory of the season, a 21-7 win over Mount Juliet, dealing the Golden Bears their first loss of the season. Columbia Academy ripped Mount Juliet Christian Academy by a score of 62 to nothing. Wilson Central snapped a five-game losing streak with a 20-12 win over Warren County in McMinnville. Cookville, a surging Cavalier football team, knocked off Green Hill 28-20. That game played at Jelly Watson Stadium in Cookville. And Friendship Christian rolled to a 41-0 win over Ezel Harding. Class 4A, Macon County flexed their muscles and blanked Watertown, a Class 3A team, by a score of 34-0. Speaking of Watertown, as the regular season draws to a close, let's take a look at the Week 11 schedule. The Purple Tigers get a jump on everybody with a Thursday game versus Community High in Unionville. Watertown needs a win in order to place third in Region 4-3A. Friday's contest find Lebanon at Gallatin in a 7:30 kickoff. The Blue Devils can earn second place with a win at Calvin Short Field while a loss will end their season. Green Hill plays at Mount Juliet in the annual Mayor's Cup contest. The Bears have already locked up the Region 4 6A championship. Wilson Central will play host to Cookville for senior night in Gladeville. Friendship Christian School entertains the Kings Academy with Mr. Football contender Tyson Walcott looking to add to his 2,000-plus yards rushing and 34 touchdowns so far in 2023. And finally, Mount Juliet Christian Academy can slip into the Division II playoffs with a win Friday over Clarksville Academy at Ed Suey Field. That's a look at high school football in Wilson County. For Main Street Preps, I'm Tommy Bryan, and I'll talk to you later. Moving south, Monty Hale has a report from Rutherford County. A lot of schools over there, a lot of high school football. So, Monty, tell us what happened. Hello, I'm Monty Hale, sports editor for the Murfreesboro Post, and we're here at week 11, the final week of the season. Some playoff bids have been decided, others uh, hanging in the wings as we go into the final week. We'll look at this week. Two Thursday night games in Rutherford County, Ezell Harding at Middle Tennessee Christian School. The Cougars have already wrapped up the outright championship, the well the number one seed, they can get the outright championship with a win on Friday, Thursday. <clears throat> Cornersville at Eagleville. Uh, Eagleville, um, pretty simple. There's a lot of playoff possibilities here, and we could eventually get into um, the breakdown of points scored this year. 
Uh, however, if Eagleville wins, they're in. They lose, chances uh, don't look so good. Coffee County at Blackman. Blackman <clears throat> in good shape. They've essentially clinched, I think, um, barring um, something crazy over the weekend. But uh, they need to take care of Coffee County at home. Antioch at Laverne. Must win for Laverne. Uh, it's quite possible that they're going to get tied, end up tied with Cane Ridge. If that were the case, uh, Cane Ridge would win the tiebreaker. Siegel at Rockville. Um, Rockville has clinched, so Siegel is pretty much out, it would appear right now. Of course, these don't become official until Friday night. Smyrna at Cane Ridge. Smyrna uh, wrapped up the championship uh, last week with a big, thrilling 30-26 to comeback win at Antioch. And we also have McGavick at Stewart's Creek. Stewart's Creek pretty much the number three seed going in. So that's a look at our matchups this week and some of the playoff possibilities. Again, I'm Monty Hale, sports editor of the Murfreesboro Post. Thanks, guys. When we return, we've got a few more folks to get in, so stick around here on the Main Street Media Football Wrap-Up Show presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. We'll be right back after these messages. He shoots, and he scores! At Dixon Tater Shack, we take loaded baked potatoes to a whole new level. We're not just any potato joint, we're the best this side of the Mason-Dixon line. Whether you're a traditionalist who loves classic flavors or a culinary adventurer seeking bold new combinations, we've got you covered. Located at 728 East College Street, dine in or take out. Follow us on Facebook. Call us at 615-740-7111. Complete Service Heat and Air is a trusted provider of top-notch heating and cooling solutions dedicated to ensuring optimal comfort and efficiency for residential and commercial spaces. Complete Service Heat and Air is located in White Bluff, Tennessee. We do service and repair on heating and air the right way 24-7 service. Call us at 615-797-3997. Serving Cheatham, Davidson, Dixon, Hickman, Humphreys, Montgomery, and Williamson counties. Dairyberry's Heat and Air has been proudly serving the Middle Tennessee area for over 35 years. We have been voted Summer County's best heat and air company for the past eight years. For outstanding service, call Dairyberry's at 615-452-8121. As an Allstate agent in Gallatin, Larry Maynard knows many local families. His knowledge and understanding of the people in this community helps him provide customers with outstanding service. Give Larry a call at 615-452-1500. Welcome back into the Main Street Media High School Football Wrap-Up Show presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Remember, fans, don't let fans drive drunk. We've got four more folks to get reports from, and we're going to do that right now. We'll start uh, in the Nashville and Williamson County area from Russell Venosi. Could Paige be on track to another run to the Class 5A state championship game? 
It sure seems possible with the way the Patriots are playing right now. Page earned a 24-12 win at Centennial last Friday to put itself in position to clinch the top seed in Region 6-5A with a win over Nolansville this week. Senior quarterback Jordan Palmer threw touchdown passes to Henry Kaysan and McLean Copeland, and Ethan Cunningham added 158 yards and two touchdowns on the ground. Linebackers Brendan Anes and Eric Hazard combined for seven tackles for loss, including three sacks. CPA is also in the driver's seat after its 24-7 win over Franklin Road Academy. The Lions intercepted FRA quarterback Logan Kennard four times, and running back Rawls Patterson racked up over 200 yards rushing and a pair of scores on the ground. And how about Franklin? The Admirals snapped a 22-game losing streak with their 21-7 win over Mount Juliet. That's a big one for interim coach Donnie Webb and the Franklin program to finally get over the hump. This all sets up for an interesting finish to the regular season in Week 11. Among teams ranked in the MSP Top 25, Mount Juliet, Clarksville, and Uppermen have already clinched region titles, and there are several teams that can join them. The winners of Marshall County at Pearl Cone, Ravenwood at Brentwood, Riverdale at Oakland, and Tullahoma at Shelbyville will also be region champions, and a few region titles and playoff spots may even be decided by the Tito's Belay's list of tiebreaker rules, which you can find in our latest Main Street Preps Top 25 rankings, available on MainStreetPreps.com. Chris, back to you. Thanks, Russell. Over in Dixon County, also in Cheatham County, we've got Casey Patrick standing by. Hi, my name is Casey Patrick. I cover sports for the Dixon Post and the Cheatham County Exchange. Uh, last week, Dixon County got a 26-6 win over West Creek. Uh, that was on the road. They will finish off the regular season at Northwest, excuse me, versus Northwest at home. Uh, Dixon County is in the playoffs, and that game really can't affect their seeding. Uh, but Creekwood lost 21-10 to to Greenbrier. They're out of the playoffs with that loss. Uh, they're going to finish off the season at home versus White House. Uh, over in Cheatham, Cheatham County Central got a 56-7 to win versus Stewart County. Uh, they're going to be at home on um, Friday night. They're going to host Lawrence County. Sycamore, uh, they lost 32-14 to to Fairview. Uh, they're still going to be in the playoffs as well as Cheatham. Um, Sycamore is going to go on the road to face the Rebels at Stewart County. Uh, so the War Eagles looking to get another win there. And Harpeth lost 22-19 to to East Hickman. They're out of the playoffs, but they will end the season uh, at home against Hickman County. Uh, that's been the Week 10 wrap-up. It's already here at the end of the year. It's been the Week 10 wrap-up, and we'll see you all next week. Thanks. Now we're going to go down to Murray County, where Murray's Patton has a report from South Williamson, Murray, and Lawrence Counties. Thanks, Chris. Week 10, wow. <laughs> Saw some great football down here and setting up some great matchups here in the final week of the regular season. Starting in Region 5-2A, where both Mount Pleasant and Loretto continued their collision course toward each other. Loretto going down to Waverly, picking up a 36-15 comeback victory over there. Mount Pleasant defeating, visiting Hickman County 35-12 behind, stop me if you heard it, Darian Mesa. 80-yard kickoff return to open the game, 83-yard pick six to close it out as the Tigers again improve to 5-1 in region play. Loretto undefeated. Those two will meet Friday night at the Mount, and we will have coverage of that at MainStreetMurray.com. Main 
Um, also in Region 5-2A, Lewis County defeated Summertown 43-3 in Region 5-5A play. Lawrence County dropped a tough one, 31-32 Franklin County. Both of those teams still harboring postseason hopes, however, going into the final week of the regular season. Spring Hill falls to Tullahoma, 29-7. The Wildcats keep themselves in contention for a league championship. They play Shelbyville in week 11. And stepping out of region play, Columbia Central, big 38-3 homecoming win over James Lawson. Linebacker Malik Smith escorts the homecoming queen, Gia Sharp, and then scores two defensive touchdowns in the first half on a 25-yard pick six and a 71-yard stripping score. Not scooping score because the ball never hit the ground. Just took it from a Lawson offensive player and rumbled the other way. Um, region 6-6A action, Brentwood downs Independence 28-0 in a game that was not as close as I or Chris expected. Game that was close, though. Summit steps out of region play, goes over to Nolansville, and falls by a field goal 17-14. And in Division 2A middle region play, Columbia Academy warmed up for what looks like a region championship matchup this weekend by downing Mount Juliet Christian 62 to nothing. You can find coverage of all of these games again on the website at MainStreetMurray.com and in print this week in Main Street Murray. Thanks. And finally, we're going to go down to the southernmost point of the coverage area in Pulaski and Giles County, where Wade Neely is standing by. Only one team in our region was in action last Friday night, and it was a tough, tough night for the Richland Raiders as they might have seen their playoff chances go out the window in a 33 loss at Eagleville. The Raiders could not get anything going as the hometown Eagles jumped ahead early 7-0 in the first quarter, but Richland trailing 14-0 after they had a punt blocked and returned for a touchdown. They drive right toward the goal line, and right at the end of the first half, they see points slip through their fingertips. 14-0 your halftime score, and then the Eagles pour it on in the second half. Again, 33 to nothing, your final as Richland is shut out and potentially looking at being shut out of the playoffs after making it last season. The Raiders will now need a little help in a big way as they go on the road this Thursday to take on Moore County. They're also going to need some help across the region standings if they are to sneak into the Region 5A playoffs. They were the only team in action last Friday as Giles County had a bye but the Bobcats are back this Friday, and they have a big showdown. It's the region championship in Region 4 AAA as the Bobcats are set to host Sequatchie County. These teams have been the class of the region the last couple of seasons. Giles County wins in a big way last year at the Brickyard. They're going to look to do the same this Friday night, but Sequatchie County comes in. They're a dangerous opponent. Giles County could not find a, a ninth opponent this year. Uh, so they had a second bye week, as it were, last Friday night. So the Cats are a little well-rested, but they maybe are not as battle-tested as Sequatchie County comes in. Both teams, again, undefeated in the region. This should be a, show, a great showdown Friday night at Sam Davis Park. As always, all of our games will be broadcast on Pulaski Citizen Live. Thursday night's matchup between the Raiders at Moore County will get underway at 7 p.m., and the same will be true when Giles County gets underway versus Sequatchie County 
on Friday night. You can find links to both of those games at PulaskiCitizen.com. Mark Mize, Jennifer Hawkins on your Thursday call. Yours truly, Chris Bledsoe, will have the broadcast on Friday night. Wade Neely here from the Pulaski Citizen saying so long. That's going to do it for this edition of the Main Street Media High School Football Wrap-Up Show. Again, thanks to our sponsor, the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Fans, don't let fans drive drunk. We hope to see you on Friday night at a high school football game. Make sure to come back, watch the show. If you are looking for what happened on a Friday night, we've got you covered. But, of course, you can always visit MainStreetPreps.com uh, on Saturday and anytime during the week if you want to go back and check out uh, all of the stories from around the mid-state. Nobody has more comprehensive and timely coverage of high school football than Main Street Preps. That's MainStreetPreps.com. And, of course, check out each of our local publications as well in print and online. So we appreciate you guys hanging out with us. We'll see you next week on the Main Street Media High School Football Wrap-Up Show. You have been watching the Main Street Preps High School Football Wrap-Up Show with Chris Yao. Nobody brings you more comprehensive coverage of high school sports in Middle Tennessee than Main Street Preps. Join us each week at this time on Main Street Media TV to get the latest news about high school football. The Main Street Preps High School Football Wrap-Up Show was brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office.